This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Scripted for safety, letting go of negativity and dismissal, part one. I can still hear my improv teacher saying, this is a safe environment. You will not be made fun of for something you have said or an idea that you create. Go ahead and try. We learn when we make mistakes. Don't beat yourself up. Reflect and learn. And finally, failure is good. Well, that last one took me a while to fully embrace. Failure is good. For me, the only way I was going to embrace the principle was to see, feel, and experience it firsthand. That opportunity was coming for me. In an improv Cincinnati workshop, a group of us were conducting an exercise where everyone lined up against the wall and two people had to step forward and do a scene. Soon enough, it was my turn to step forward alongside Merle. Our scene, Merle was driving a car and he was on my right. During our dialogue, I never mentioned anything about where we were, i.e. I never used a British accent or mentioned Big Ben up ahead. Nor did I think to ask him, When did you learn how to drive a car with the steering wheel on the right-hand side? I couldn't believe I missed it. That big, obvious sign that he wasn't driving a car designed for American roads. And I started beating myself up as soon as the scene was over. The improv Cincinnati instructor, Tone, recognized what I was doing because my negative body language was as obvious as a right-sided steering wheel. Tone asked me to quit beating myself up and to take more time reflecting on why I didn't bring up the obvious in the midst of the scene. He suggested that once I understand how I missed that opportunity, that I keep that lesson stored in my long-term memory. I was learning, and that was okay. But in the moment, I felt like a failure. 
I was literally in an improv class and afraid to improvise. I was hesitating to go off script because it still felt unnatural to me to exercise that kind of courage. I had a lot yet to learn. You might have a lot yet to learn too. Mastering the art of business improvisation takes time and intention. But here you are reading this book and you're picking up some fresh ideas for how to bring your best self to work situations and to real life interactions. And maybe it's not so scary because you're not alone. Horrible bosses, dismissive peers. Imagine you're in a meeting and your boss asks you a question about your ideas on a particular subject. After you share your thoughts, your boss has that look of disgust in their face and says, we can't do that because that's not the way we've done things around here. Or, nope, we've tried that in the past and it didn't work. Or maybe they just squint and shake their head. Horrible bosses making us feel an inch tall. Perhaps your biggest problem isn't horrible bosses, but dismissive peers. When you bring up what you think is a viable and creative idea in a meeting, everyone starts laughing and someone says, there, he or she goes again, referring to your reputation for presumably crazy ideas while rolling their eyes. Negativity and dismissiveness hurt. It's that yes, but, or no, because dynamic that we've talked so much together through this book. You don't deserve for anyone to do it to you, and you certainly shouldn't be doing it to others. Negating our colleagues is a dead end. When a peer or a boss responds this way, creativity stops. The fear of criticism and reprisal suddenly suppresses the rest of the group's creative thoughts and ideas. Nobody wants to be humiliated like this in front of others. Then it gets worse. You're in a meeting with the accounting and finance team, and they're reviewing your financial results for the past quarter. This is where the rubber meets the road, analyzing how the company is performing and living up to the mission and vision. But you've worked at this critical and dismissive organization long enough to know that if you open your mouth, you can be served up as a target. You're afraid to ask questions or make any comments because you don't want to look stupid. After all, you don't have an accounting or finance degree. Or if you do, perhaps you aren't the CFO. So what do you do? When you work with people who lack good listening skills, who have overdeveloped egos, and who don't have comfort going off script during respectful conversations, projects, and relationships, and the entire business can go sideways. The stick to the script corporate culture doesn't allow you to speak your mind and ask questions without feeling insecure or embarrassed. In my 20 plus years in the corporate world, I've experienced too many times when I was ridiculed because I said something that was perceived as stupid, or when I asked a question to which others thought I should have known the answer. Is this behavior motivating, inspiring, or productive? Of course not. And yet, we've all experienced it at one time or another. The good news is that you can create a culture where all ideas have validity, where ideas are accepted and discussed and where questions are asked without judgment or the fear of embarrassment. Okay, quit shaking your head and thinking, that'll never happen, or saying it out loud. There Peter goes again with his crazy ideas and comments. As you continue to read this book, do this. Keep an open mind, and don't pass judgment until you hear me out. Deal? Deal. Thank you for listening, and part two will be released next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.